That's the best. Until we can invest in something else. I don't think we can. I don't have the budget for that. Happy Sunday. (laughs) This is Ben's bedtime stories. The unprofessional podcast where I tell my husband unsolicited murder stories. If you're looking for a professional podcast where it sounds good... Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) We don't want you around here. Where I get the facts right, where I know what I'm talking about. This is not the podcast for you. No, it's not that you don't know what you're talking about, though. (laughs) It's just that if you want professional podcasts with, like, you know, smooth editing editing intros Uh and... Where both people actually talk about murder rather than one person talking murder and the other person talking bollocks. Because that's my contribution here, is that I just sit and listen and talk bollocks. If you like low sound quality, me being drunk, talking about crime stories, and the occasional beeping of Ben's PlayStation, then this is the place for you. So, Ben... Oh, hang on. Let me give you a peanut butter. If you like the interruptions of dogs, this is also the place for you. I have peanut butter. There you go. Benny, ready for your bedtime story? Born ready. I'm actually way more ready for this to be an actual bedtime story than ever before because <sighs> I'm absolutely shattered. <laughs> um, do you remember asking... Asking? Do you remember me asking you what your favourite film was last year that you saw. Yeah. And you couldn't come up with one. Yeah. I bet you can't remember mine. No. No. I'll give you a clue. I'm just going to tell you. Um, three, three Billboards Outside Edmond, Missouri. Yeah. Was the best film I watched last year. Yeah, it was a fantastic film. So, it? I purposely made a point of looking it up, buying it. I tried to watch it on Amazon Prime or something and... and okay. No offense to Amazon, but I'm not going to pay Amazon Prime and then pay extra to watch everything. So I didn't. I just bought it on eBay for like £3 the DVD and we watched it this week because that was definitely the best film I watched last year. Did you know that that was inspired by a true story? I did not. Then I have a story for you. Okay, so three billboards outside Evan, Missouri. If you haven't seen it, watch it. It's a great film. It's got... Oh. Again, I don't know. The, I don't know what her name is. I describe her as the one who plays the nun in Madeline, that old '90s film with the nun with the girls in the boarding school. You've She's got in the it. Case over there, haven't you? Pass me the case. Where's the case? I don't know. I, said, you I don't have the, the case. case. We don't have the case. You've Francis the case. something. Francis. I don't know. She's great. And if you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. It is one of the best films I've ever seen. It's great. So, if you don't know, if you haven't seen that story, the basis is um, the main character, her daughter, was raped and murdered and nobody's been arrested for it. So she hires out three billboards and puts messages on them to attract the police's attention to try and capture her daughter's murderer. So... Right, we are in Vador, Texas, uh, 14th of May, 1991. It's early morning and the body of Kathy Page, she's 34, she's found dead in her car, nose, nose of the car down in a ditch. It looks like an apparent car accident. 
Um, the investigator said there's no obvious wounds or injuries to her body. The car is barely damaged. She's... Yeah, she's in in the driver's seat and there's there's even, like, a drink in the front seat next to her that's not spilled. Um, her feet are pushed back towards the seat. They're not forward by the pedals. She hasn't got her seatbelt on, but she's in, like, a reclined position. So she's, like, sitting upright still. Right. Uh, so the police think, well, this is not a car accident. The crash with a car is only 100 yards from her house as well. Um, so they go to her home where her husband is there, her estranged husband, yeah. called Steve. And he answers the door and they said, he's a bit strange. He seems upset and then he's fine. Um, yeah, seems a bit weird. So they think he's their prime suspect throughout the case, even though he says he's innocent. So Kathy and Steve have been married for 13 years. They've got two daughters, Erin and Monica. Does anyone actually call their kid Monica nowadays? Um... How old is this story? 91. Then no, nobody calls no. a kid Monica anymore. <laughs> it's like it's like calling a baby Alan. <laughs> I think maybe it was like a friend's thing. Albert. Oh, maybe. No. 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 Because that was, wait, when was friends? In the 90s. That was, what, 94? Yeah. 95? Hmm. Okay. They have two doors. Um, so, around the time that Kathy was found dead, she was planning... They were separated, her and her husband. Um, Kathy wasn't in the marriage anymore, didn't want it to work out, was not happy being there, although Steve did want it to work out. Um, so Steve says, yep, yeah, we were planning to work through it, we were going to stay together. Kathy's sister, Sherry, disagrees and says, no, the marriage was beyond repair, Kathy was planning to go through with the divorce, he had moved out of the house shortly before her death. Coinky dink. Mm-hmm. So the day before her death, um, Kathy had asked Steve to watch their two girls. Um, she was going to go out with her friend called Charlotte. She was going to meet Charlotte in Beaumont in Texas. She left the house at about quarter past 11. By quarter past four in the morning, she was dead. Um, when they found her, she wasn't wearing any makeup or jewellery. So they assumed that... Mm, it's a bit weird. Like, I mean, m- most girls, if you're going to go out quite late at night, most girls that are going to go out with their friends would probably get a bit a bit doled up. Slap a bit of slap on. Slap a bit of slap. Yeah. It's a great choice of words. Yeah. I mean, you're either everything or nothing. It's either How that much you're going to... How slap gonna... you slap? Out of interest. How much point... Where did it go from, like, slapping on some slap on to... Listen, there is no <laughs> in-between. I am either round backers in my dressing gown or... I am full on slap. There's no in between. I am either. So slap could be anything as long as it's makeup. It's slap on. Well, look. There's no. You don't just put makeup on. No. It's slap on. You slap it You're on. on. You slap shovel on. it on. It's either out with the girls all night. You want to be dancing, or you're in your pajamas. There's no in between. If there is an in between, you're weird. Nobody just gets... slaps on. Slap on. Yeah, no, no. Uh, so. The autopsy says that her cause of death was actually strangulation, not a car crash. Um, she's got a broken nose, a black eye. There's blood stains on her underwear, but nothing on her outer layer of clothing. Lovely. Authorities believe that she was killed somewhere else, cleaned, redressed and placed in her car to make it look like an accident. 
So like redressed meaning that she may have got undressed willingly or, or am I... They think not. They think that someone else has done that to her. Someone's dressed her, not her. Mm. Um, the autopsy also showed that she'd had sex shortly before death. Um, they found out she hadn't actually gone to see her friend Charlotte, but her boyfriend in a motel in Beaumont, 10 minutes from where she lived. Um, they contacted the boyfriend. He agreed, yeah, they did have sex, and he passed polygraph, so that happened. Um, however, the autopsy showed that she had had sex with someone that night who had had a vasectomy, which I think is incredible that they can know that. Yeah, I don't, how? Uh, like... Oh, yeah, because juice obviously... Juice and no... Yeah, sugars. they'd know, like... Yeah, okay, mm. fine. So... Uh, her boyfriend hadn't had a vasectomy, so there's someone else that night that she'd had sex with. So she went and banged her boyfriend, then went and banged uh-huh. somebody else? Uh-huh. So, Hopefully. have a guess. Who's had a vasectomy? Her stepdad. Her dad. Uh, why are you going straight to her dad, man? I don't know. You said he was, like, the chief suspect. No, her, hus- her estranged husband. Right. Okay, her estranged husband, Steve, he's right. the one that's had a vasectomy. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry. Yeah. I thought you were on about a No. Right, sorry, you you thrown me with the, the three billboards thing. No, okay, don't think of that don't think of that film. Don't think of that yet. Um yeah, Steve's had a vasectomy, her husband, but they've separated, remember. She's got a boyfriend, they've had sex, but it looks like she's had sex with someone who's had a vasectomy that night. Um Steve admitted, yes, I did have sex with Kathy that night before she went out. Sketchy. Gross as well. And then she went and banged her boyfriend. Mm. Ah, okay. So, her sister Sherry says, I don't believe Steve. Kathy would not have had sex with Steve the night before she was about to go and sleep with another man. They were done. There was no way she would have willingly had sex with Steve. No way. Right. Because, in her mind, the marriage was done. She wasn't with Steve anymore. She clearly had another bloke on the go, so, you know. Um, Sherry had learned from someone that okay so this bit uh, a bit confusing I don't know if it's Steve had called different, two different phone numbers or whether Kathy had called two different phone numbers like look you want the facts not the right place I, I don't know what I'm doing this <laughs> this is from <laughs> it's got to be it's got to be that she had called the numbers it I'm going to assume she they rang these check numbers his and call Steve records. well they looked maybe, them but... yeah so look just enjoy the story. <laughs> so, someone... Let's go with Kathy. She'd rang two phone numbers that night, the night she died, Charlotte and the motels, which makes me think she probably rang her friend and said, look, I'm going to see my boyfriend. If Steve asks, I'm with you. Because I reckon she wouldn't have wanted him to know. Do you think that's fair? It's a good assumption. That is an assumption. my but... guess. Okay. So, Sherry and Kathy's dad... So there is a dad in this story, Ben. You're right. A little bit early. But there is a dad. Uh, James. Has also had a vasectomy. No. There's no right. incest in this story. That was... You can't blame me for wondering. No, we you, haven't we've, had... We've had stories about Mm-mm. cannibalism and, you know, child molestation and stuff like that. So. Have we, though? Have we? I don't believe it. No. Hang on. We haven't done child molest... Yeah. Okay. No. The worst. Okay. No. No incest in this story. So, Sherry and Kath- Kathy's dad, Steve you got me doing it now. 
Sherry and Kathy's dad, James, he believes that Steve got angry after finding out the phone numbers of who she rang, found Kathy lying about what she was really doing to go that going to do that night, which I can yeah. Um, they believe that Kathy came home after seeing her boyfriend and Steve had attacked, raped, and strangled her, cleaned her redressed her and staged her body in the car not far from their home because remember it's only 100 yards from their home so he would have had a good chance to if he was overlooking after the girls stage that scene and then go back to the house so were they still they were still living together they weren't living together he'd moved out he'd come over to babysit the girls oh it's just that you said their home so well i guess it's like their marital home isn't it right, but okay, he he'd moved out some time before so he's saying he's not responsible for her death. Everyone's blaming him because he's the estranged husband, which, sorry, most of these murder cases, if a girl gets killed, it's normally the ex-partner. Like, it's just fact. Liars. Sorry, mate. I was going to say, because if they got separated and, like, they were still living together, you're surprised that, she, like, he's not the one who ended up dead. Because I think if, like, if me and you separated but still live together, mm -hmm. I reckon you'd start, like, just dropping bits of poison in my coffee and stuff. <laughs> just really slowly kill me off. Cause hey, you know hey Ben, I've, uh, I bought these donuts today. They're definitely not covered in arsenic. Yeah. <laughs> Real like flowers in the act style. Like, <laughs> and then just on a separate related note, just like, hey, I didn't shit on your toothbrush. Oh, damn. Like, you definitely have life insurance. It's always life insurance. They're always after that. I do have life insurance, so... But it's only for my work, and I think I've got my dad as my next of kin, so... Fucking excuse me? <laughs> you fucking what? What? I have two of your children to bring up. Why well, then you, you better your... be nicer to my dad. Why have you fucking got your dad as your next of kin? I feel like we need to address this. I thought your spouse is like your designated first person. Yeah, unless you designate someone. <laughs> for this reason, Andrea, I think probably like about the same point I started working with this company and which is obviously where it's provided by you started going oh hey I'm listening to this thing about murdering your husband I'm like mm. you fucking got your dad as your next of kin in case you kill me you can change that <laughs> oh look at you all you upset about it you can fucking change that <laughs> that can't be legal surely yeah what if I wasn't married to you well you are married to me I don't know I've got two of your dependents you better be fucking nicer to me then, don't you? I'm I might kill you asking. just for the fucking spite now. Well, I wouldn't. And you've got two of my dependents, Andrea. You better watch your dinners, man. You dick! <laughs> what? <laughs> Why have you got your dad's next of kin? I'm totally kidding. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding? Are you really kidding me? Yeah. So I am your next of kin? Because yeah. I put you on everything. You You're always yeah. my next of kin. <laughs> of course I put you. I think my dad's like my backup one though. So like if we both die like in a Why car crash. Why is your crash, children not your backup one? Because if we die in a car crash, there's a good chance they'll be with us. Yeah, that's true. And like, to be honest, would you trust Harrison with like how many grand? No, but then... Yeah, fair one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry, Haz. Yeah, sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's good for you, but I don't have life insurance, and I'm <laughs> I'm not worth. I don't even have a pot to piss in, so 
I think what we need for you is glass insurance. <laughs> Just like a policy to protect against every single glass that you smash in this household. Are you surprised how long I've managed to keep my glasses alive for? Because they're glass. <laughs> Shall we move on? Yeah, okay. So, where do we get to? Oh, fucking. Mm. I'm only ever half listener anyway. <laughs> oh, I'm getting brave considering I'm not you even are. having a drink. You are. Do you want your bedtime story? I'd love a bedtime story. I'm carry on. Anyone knows where I can buy arsenic? Let me know. Okay, so Steve says he's not responsible for her death. Everyone's blaming him because he's the estranged husband. Um, yeah, it's you. He claims that he's been getting threats on his phone saying the same thing's going to happen to him. He claims that a member of a, a very well-known Italian family in Beaumont called the Beaumont Mafia were responsible, and the police are framing him. Kathy's family believe that the police and the district attorney are covering for Steve and have let him get away with her murder. So, this is where things get a little bit sticky. Um, the, when the crime scene photos were taken, just so happened to be no film on the camera. No crime scene photos. It took the police three years to convince the district attorney to issue a search warrant for the family home. Um, and it's common knowledge in Vidor, Texas, that S Steve's parents are close friends with the chief of police. So they are convinced it's a cover-up. They've convinced he's managed to get away with it, basically. Um, the police deny this. Steve says they focused on him from the beginning. They're not investigating any other leads. But um, Kathy's family are convinced it's him. There can't be anyone else that's done this. Uh, so since her death, her family have tried to sue Steve for wrongful death. Right. Um, Surely if he's not proven to be guilty, they can't sue him for anything. Mm. I, it's different though, isn't it? Like, cause they're, yeah. like, like with the OJ Simpson case, like even though he was proven, well, allegedly proven innocent. Ele yeah. The, he was the, proved... they, they still took him to... Financially liable for her death. Yeah. And he was sued, yeah. Which... Mm-mm. All I can see is that photo of her... I mean, I wish I'd saved it, because now when people say to me, yeah, where did you find that? I can't find it again. But the picture of that girl's neck, where he... I don't care what anyone says, he did it. Like, cut her neck is horrific. Like, almost decapitated. I think it's one of them, like, widely accepted things that he did do. He it. definitely did it. Yeah. Which is a shame because I fucking love the Naked Gun films. I mean, they're great, but. They are great. Hey, listen, look, you we can. You, you could you say they're great, but if I put, try and put one on, you're like, eh. Because there are better films, yeah. aren't there? I mean, that's very, very debatable. Look, when you have the flu, you watch Naked Gun. When I have the flu, I watch Lord of the Rings Extended Edition. Yeah, but I like a, no lot, a nice, light-hearted viewing. I'm not There's... saying that Naked Gun is better than Lord of the Rings. But hey. Like, Naked Gun is one of the funniest films. One of the Lord most of the quotable Rings films. Lord of the Rings is light-hearted and funny. It's not. It is a great film. It's a great film. It's a Unquestionable. It's not light-hearted and funny. It has its moments. Absolutely light-hearted. It definitely uh, has light-hearted moments. Do you fucking mind? <laughs> hey, podcast. That's my butt. <laughs> Enjoy that. That's for you. Well... Anyway, it ends in a mistrial. 
um, to this day, her murder remains unsolved. I'm really sorry. I know you hate unsolved ones, but nobody has been criminally charged with her murder. But it's widely like, oh, come on. He fucking did it. Like, he killed her. Because he is the estranged ex and his yep. family have links mm -hmm. to the police. And the, the police oh, there's more. the investigation. There's more. Say, so, that doesn't sound like overly conclusive. Okay. Like, I follow the line of thought. I can see where you're going with it. I get, it makes sense, but... I just feel like, look, if it was a random person who, you know, like, I don't know, something like... Oh, Christ. I don't know. Like... I don't know, like, like a BTK thing or like a Richard Ramirez. I feel like he would have dumped her body elsewhere, not like a staged it. It just feels a bit too... Like someone's trying to cover it up oh, rather than just chucking her body somewhere. Like Yeah, like he, it's like if it was random, you wouldn't take the time to pre-plan it. Because no. You wouldn't necessarily know how quiet it was because you've got to imagine that it took time mm -hmm. especially if she's been naked before and he's redressed her which is what the evidence suggests yeah like you you wouldn't know that you had the time to get away with all that unless you were local to the area and do you know what i mean not that someone it couldn't have been somebody else local that just happened to live down the street or whatever like there's a lot more open space in america isn't there than yeah than we have here but um Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't like. It, it's it suggests that it was definitely somebody who had familiarity with the area, doesn't because it? Because of and the staging of the crime scene and the location, he's still the prime suspect. So we'll skip from ninety-one. That's what you said at the start. Yeah, yeah. to ninety-nine. Uh, so Kathy's family take Steve to civil court claiming him he's responsible which they've got mm -hmm. no proof of thanks courtesy to daddy's friend uh-huh okay um well to yeah to Steve's parents friends because they're the ones that are like in touch with the police yes well, Kathy's mum testifies that she saw Steve vigorously washing clothing the morning after the murder um other relatives also witnessed him cleaning the carpet the next day. He claims he spilt grease. Sorry, mate, what were you doing the night before where you just happened to spill grease in your living room carpet? What situation is there where you bring grease through your living room? I mean, how did she see him do it as well? Like... Oh, I don't know, maybe they came into the house or something, but... Again, I don't have all the facts, alright? Alright, this is just... <laughs> Look. <laughs> Look, listen... Listen, unless maybe there was a very slim chance that he happened to be going through his garage, was doing shit to his car and thought, I'm going to take this grease to my living room. But I don't think so. Maybe he was but trying to bake you don't know about his layout of his house. You don't know that that's not possible. Like, I feel like I'm taking the potential murder I, aside here. Yeah. But it's just, I don't, it's not like, like the OJ Simpson thing where it's kind of like a widely known thing that, yeah, that that's, you know, these things look bad. Most, mm. A lot of these have but I mean, very big coinkydinks. Wasn't OJ Simpson, uh, Nicole, can't think of her last name, and it was also the guy she Would was seeing. Would it be Because it's his wife, isn't it? No, I think she had a, another last name. I can't think what name they used for her. But it was Nicole something and her partner she was with, they both got killed. So that was very similar to this in the sense of pissed off she's moved on, killed her and her partner. Although he's not killed the partner in this. 
Look, don't bring grease through your living room, okay? There's no need for it. If you're in the kitchen frying bacon, you don't need to bring it in your living room. And if you're in the garage, you don't need to come through your living room with grease. I don't... That's bullshit. Maybe he was having, like... <laughs> Some sort of, like, grease wank. Grease? <laughs> you don't know that he wasn't. That's all I'm saying. He's eating a lot of fried breakfast. It's really greasy. I mean, he's not... I don't... I, he's... Not that sort of grease, is it, surely? Because you don't have to wash that vigorously to get it out of a carpet. I've dropped many a bit of bacon or sausage on the carpet. Yeah, and how many times have you cleaned it up? How many times have you cleaned it up? You don't have to vigorously <laughs> wash it, do you? It's just like one of them things. Just well, look, okay, so I feel like it's proper, like you said, like and, like motor grease, sort of like... No, that's what I thought, like car grease. You think of like black grease, don't you? Yeah. For that, yeah. But Kathy's sister says he was abusive towards Kathy, so mean streak the neighbours also heard loud arguments and banging on the walls from Kathy's home so would we say that's domestic violence I I would say so um, and Steve really didn't want Kathy to be autopsied not that that is any of his business absolutely none yeah, that that's that's the mm-hmm. biggest in- uh, indicator of guilt I've heard so well, far. Well, there's more. There's more. Um, the autopsy determined that this is amazing how they know this. That they think it was most likely that Kathy was strangled by a left-handed person. Guess who's left-handed? Old Steve. Steve. He's left-handed. Like, mm. so. In 1999, he is found financially liable for her death in civil court and he's ordered to pay the family $200,000. I don't understand. What the hell is the difference between financially liable and criminally, like, charged with someone's death? Because I tried to look this up and all it said is financially liable means about paying off debts. But, I don't know. Okay. He's later convicted of repeatedly desecrating her grave. Well, that is just lovely. He's still living in Texas and he has yet to be criminally charged for her death. But that's none of my business. Long sip. Why do they... I mean... Mm Mm-hmm. Um, in 2018, a new witness came forward saying that Steve was walking away from the ditch that night where her car was found. The reason he didn't come forward... He was out that night with his mistress. <laughs> Don't laugh at that man. It's a little bit funny. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's naughty, why. Naughty. Yeah. Um, despite the new evidence, the district attorney says it's not enough evidence to go to court. No, because the thing is, like, obviously by that point, it, the, the information about the case has become public knowledge. So if you're in Texas and you've got some sort of reason to know that you were in that area, it'd be so easy for you to just, just turn around just and go, up, "Oh yeah, yeah I, I, I walked past. I seen yeah. him actually." Like, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. It, it probably did, and mm. it does make sense that you wouldn't want to come forward if you'd been doing something naughty. But surely you could have gone forward anonymously at the time. I mean, yeah, you could have done. Still I'm wouldn't sure really prove anything, though, would it? Like... No, no. So this is when it sort of links into the three billboards film because Kathy's dad has put build billboards everywhere up in this town. Okay, so there's the the main three from like from the film, um, where they're set out down the road is the first one says, Fiddle Police botched up the case. The second saying 
waiting for confession and then the third saying this could happen to you so very similar to the film where it's like uh, rape while dying rape, rape while dying um, still no arrest that's it yeah What what's up Chief Willoughby or something isn't it What? how come Chief Willoughby something this yeah um, but there's plenty of other ones so there's one with Steve and Cappy's photo on it in black and white and it says in like capitals Steve Page brutally murdered his wife in 91 Fedor PD does not want to solve this case. I believe they took a bribe. The Attorney General should investigate James Fulton, her father. Uh, there's another one with a big red background with yellow writing that says, This is Orange County, city of Fedor. Here you get by with brutally murdering a woman. Uh, another one that, I mean, it a little bit rambly. I feel like they could have shortened this down a bit. It says, Fedor's garbage dump park, like outside this park. Security provided by the local police department. I believe my daughter was being raped while she was strangled to death in 1991. The Vidor Police Department would not accept outside help and the case has never been solved. I believe the police department did not want to solve this case. Will you be the next unsolved murder? Predators love parks. The Vidor Police Department that did not solve my daughter's, daughter's murder will be assisting you with any complaints or problems of this so-called park. Um... Yeah, so yeah, he's just put up all these billboards, basically. And I think the person who uh, was inspired by this film was just taking a trip through Texas, happened to see these billboards, and that's where they got the inspiration for the film. Um, Sherry, her... It's really sad, because I think one of their daughters um, is dead now. I'm pretty sure it was because mentally she was affected by what happened to her mum and everything, so she passed away. Especially if it was your dad, that's like... Yeah, yeah, because I don't know what their relationship was like with their dad, so... Um, Yeah, her sister Sherry has seen the Three Billboards film and said, I can't believe our family has gone through this to the point where my dad had to do something like this, but I'm so glad he did. I'm glad he had the foresight to do it. You just can't sit back and do nothing. And she even put um, a notice in the paper that I saw. I don't know if it was on the anniversary of her death or Kathy's birthday, but she put something in the paper saying, like, Oscar nominated film so proud of you dad happy birthday Kathy like something like that like so she's I guess she's happy with the film because you know it's made people think um and her dad said this is my priority until my death to try and get something done it's not over with yet and he's 89 now and he's still trying to figure out who killed her but let's just like call a spade a spade it was Steve. Like, how can you... Yeah, I mean, the mo- <laughs> I haven't really heard anything definitive apart from... The main thing that, for me, is, like, massive alarm bells is that it's the whole, oh, he didn't want us to be autopsied. What the mm. holy fuck has that got to do with yeah. anything? Unless there's some other reason that you can explain that away, like he's just some sort of fucking religious nut job and he's like, uh, oh, yeah, no, don't desecrate a body and all that bollocks. But, like, that would be the only other reason... And, you know, you do get a lot of nut jobs... Uh, particularly religious Christian nut jobs in Texas, I'm led to believe. Oh, so, yeah. It's like pure Bible Belt area. Yeah. So you'd understand that, like, if that... W- not understand it, but, like, that would make more sense if he was innocent, that mm. that was the reason he wouldn't want her to be autopsied, but it's still mm, it's pretty weird. You'd want to know. I mean, it's not nice to say it, but statistically, most times when a woman's murdered, it's 
more than likely the ex-partner or the partner. Do you reckon she just wouldn't stop dropping glasses all around the house? <laughs> Are you trying to say something? I've, Look. I mean, I've thought about murdering you once or twice when you've come <laughs> with yet another broken glass. So We have an alarming amount of mugs in our house and probably about three tumblers. The rest are wine glasses that I don't want to remove from the cupboard. Yeah, because you know that when you do, you'll just break. throw them. Yeah. I don't even think it's an accident anymore. I just, I can't, I can't honestly believe that it's an accident. I know. My mum tried to tell me today that, well, you haven't got dyspraxia or anything. No, I don't have dyspraxia, mum. I'm just fucking just clumsy. Twasia. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what you've I'm got. Just, mm. Clumsy twatsia. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. This cable's not fucking working. The controller's... We, we need, can't have nice things. We need new... I need a new phone charger. We need to go B&M cable shopping. I don't like the kids. No, I... No, I don't much either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, no, that's, that's love, not fair. We love our crotch goblins. They're great. <laughs> <Crotch goblins. laughs> They're that's okay. not fair. I like Aurora. Oh my god. Okay, so if Ben <laughs> So serious thing, if you haven't seen it already, okay, so our son Harrison has been constantly pestering us. He's nine. Fucking TikTok that kids are on nowadays. So I hesitated getting it for so long and was like, don't want the shit and then did. There's an app called Randonautica. If you haven't seen it, you need to download it and try and find it. Um people actually well, people i say kid kids weren't it you uh, get this app it gives you random coordinates probably tiktoks related it's like a nonce's paradise okay so they they it gives you random coordinates to go to that are near you and if you go there see what happens these kids actually went there and they found a suitcase with a dead body in it and i don't know i don't think maybe it's just coincidence but whatever go on tiktok look for random Oscar. it's there you can see the video of this like bin bag in a suitcase and the police turned up definitely a dead body so i decided to download it the other day and was like woo treasure hunt kids let's go so we followed the coordinates went 10 minutes down the road and it tried to lead us into the middle of a field over a fence which we couldn't get through so we didn't go there um and then turned around and found like half a kid's shoe on the floor so i can only take from that that a child had been murdered there i don't know like Look for, look for yourself. If you find anything, let us know. Randonautica, get the app. Also, if you find anything, let the police know. Don't just like walk away. Yeah, don't just let us it's know. It's we can't stress. do anything. It's important to stress. We were out on a walk and we saw a shoe. We didn't find a dead body. We didn't. You are making but... an assumption. We also purposely chose not to go into the field that it said that the coordinates were for so we didn't find a dead body because we had the kids with us we did and we don't want to find a dead body no in fact it was just a silly idea to take them and to, it, to relate it, it to that search get the app go hunting if you find things let us know on our facebook group ben's bedtime stories tell us anything like we've been getting quite a few comments and i keep getting messages recently from people that are saying look at this documentary look at this film Thank you so much. Tell me all of them. Give me all of the documentaries, all of the films. I want to see all of the all of the shit. Any books, anything. Recommend me anything because I will read it. Um, everything. Give it, give it to me all. I want to take it all in. I have lots of new books but can always have more. It's fine. 
Um, if you want any recommendations for books, I will happily put more on the on the group. I have a few. I think there's one by Mae West I need to put up because that was a great read. Yeah, Everything. You, you might be better suited by you put all of the books that you have or have read mm -hmm. that are related to this subject matter. Put them on there. And then they can just pick off the list of ones that you I don't. I did put the, <laughs> the ones... Um, Okay, so I went through our garage the other day and I took out... I have boxes of books that I've read but want to keep. And I did go through loads when we moved house just before lockdown and, and cleared out a load of books that I don't think I was going to read again. And put any crime books on one shelf. So I have a crime-dedicated shelf now. I've got... Oh, I've got a few more. I, I think I got rid of one about the Yorkshire Ripper, weirdly. Which was a good read. Every other word was ball-peen hammer. It was a great... Like, just everything. It was everything. And I've got a book about Jack the Ripper to read and a few about autopsies and stuff that I need to read and get through. But yeah, anything. Recommend all of your stuff. Throw it my way. I want to hear it. Um, any weird stories? Anything like... We had someone who told us the other week about their, their uncle was friends with Fred West. Tell me all your weird stories. I want to hear it. Give me all the gross stuff. If you found crime scene photos, loads of people have been messaging me recently about crime scene photos. I absolutely love them. There's... 3am I'm down that rabbit hole I am looking at you know Marilyn Monroe's autopsy photo with her face peeled off show me what? I want to know it oh okay by the way um Evie stop eating that one of the children's made a candle holder and she's chewing it stop um go eat your peanut butter man you're so spoiled and you just don't understand you don't appreciate it so me and Emily were talking the other day about uh Armin Muse Rottenberg Cannibal. Uh, you know what I did? I looked for the video, Ben. <laughs> why? 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 <laughs> I tried why? to find the video, couldn't find why it. Why did you look for the video in the first place? But no, let's not gloss over that. <laughs> why did you look for the video of, of two people know. eating themselves? I don't know. I can't or stop myself. Like, Best Score's the best place to look for this shit. If you want to... I haven't looked at it, but apparently the Luca Magnotta video is on there. She's telling you looked. guys, by the way, whoever's yeah. listening, because I am not ever going to look mm -mm. for this stuff. So, is, I'm quite strong-stomached as well. I just you don't are. want to see that. I just, and you I'm know, not. There are things that I just don't want to see. So Those are it. There's like, apparently three stills from the Rottenberg Cannibal that have been released a long time ago. Um, yeah, they're probably real. It's an upside down body that's being chopped in half. I'm not gonna lie. It's it, just just Google it. Is there Find another it. cable that I can use before this controller dies? I've got no idea. I'll have a look in a minute. I'll fucking sort it out. I've got no idea. Maybe I'll. Mm, I don't know. But look. Message me them. Get on the Facebook group. Find me. Message me. Ben's bedtime stories. Send me your with pictures book recommendations documentaries oh be careful with send me your weird pictures we don't, yeah no devious. i don't want like pictures of your willy you <laughs> i don't want any look this is unsolicited murder stories not unsolicited dick pics i don't want none of that shit because i don't need to see that it's okay i only want disgusting photos like i saw pictures a while ago of someone who had like died in a bathtub and then wasn't found for ages and her whole body had bloated up and there was maggots in her mouth and... Oh, uh, didn't she, like, seep through the bath and, like... <laughs> you find shit like that, send me it. I love it. I want to see it. What am I going to do when I've got insomnia at 4am? Give me it. I want to hear it all. Um, I'll be snoring. I ben... sleep like a baby, even when I'm in, a, like, a really bad place. Yeah, Ben loves to snore. Uh... 
Mm. Yeah. I'm trying to think. What else is there to say? What what what's been good that's happened to you this week, Ben? To leave it on a positive. Um. Your best thing this week. I had a pretty shitty week. <laughs> it has been a bit shit. Um. I got like five quid in tips from like one night work, um, which is pretty decent because normally I don't normally get that many tips. If I do, I get like a quid off of one person. I got five quid in one night, which is decent. Um, oh, I found also, I shouldn't probably be promoting another podcast on our podcast, but it's not like we're any sort of rival or competition. <laughs> but I found absolutely I found not. a podcast called Lockdown Parenting by Josh Widdicombe and Rob Beckett. And um, it's just everything. Like, it's just, it, it validates so, like, lockdown can be so difficult and working from home and parenting in itself. And it, it's just, it, it validates everything that you've been thinking that you felt really bad for. Like, there's just points where they talk about, ah, oh, um, yeah, I've told my wife that this podcast takes three hours just so I can record it for an hour and then sit and do nothing for two hours <laughs> it's all that kind of stuff that is like I mean I don't specifically do that but like it's just like yes it's fine like you can still love your kids but also be like Ugh. they're being a dick today yeah the, uh, the kids <laughs> and I don't want to deal with them yeah yeah, yeah 100% um, so that's that's a good thing um, okay yeah yeah yeah, it's, been, it's been a shitty week. I haven't got a lot to yeah. choose from. I think my probably my best thing this week that's made me happy is probably just chatting to my brother. I feel like I don't see much of my brother when I do. I really enjoy it. I don't think me and my brother ever fell out. And we had like a quite a nice chat today, just how we've both been feeling. Yeah, like Ben said, it's a pretty difficult time of year right now and just difficult with the situation and everything. And it was just really nice to chat about how we've both feeling... Look, if find someone you can talk to your feelings about and it's important. I think more people need to talk about it, guys especially. Yeah, and to that effect, if anybody is listening, and I know we don't exactly have like a massive viewership and stuff like that, but anybody that is listening, that if you are struggling, uh, particularly men, sorry to like, see, I'm not singling out women like, oh, I don't care about you, but... Um, there's um, a company called Calm, which is the campaign against living miserably, um, and I think that it's primarily for men's mental health. Um, and the reason that it is called the campaign against living miserably is because a lot of men feel the need to be strong, to be live miserably, and just get on mm. with it. And like speaking from personal experience, like it's just not something that you just need to to just sh- shut up and put up with. You know, there is help. There is people to listen out there. Um, and, yeah, like, the thecalmzone.net. There's loads of stuff on there. They do a really good service. They do, like, a web chat and everything. Just get involved. Do it. Listen, this is a... There is no space on this podcast for toxic masculinity. Guys, you need to get your feelings out. And you need, you need to talk to someone. Find that person you can talk to. Because this is a shit time and we're all fucking struggling. And... Nobody needs to feel like they can't talk to someone. So find someone, chat, laugh about it. I have a friend and we both absolutely rip the piss out of each other when it comes to mental health. And that's our way of dealing with it. But it's it's funny and we will talk pretty... I get, what, what do you call it? Dark humour? Yeah. Like when you just joke about it but it's like 
like Frankie Boyle kind of like, mm, I shouldn't joke about that, but we do. Find someone. You you got to do it because it's all shit and we're all in it together. And yeah, you need it. You do. Don't suffer in silence at all. <laughs> got... We are here for you. Well, that's it as well. Like anybody who's listened to this at this point in time, you know, like I, I don't anticipate that this is going to blow up. We're going to get really famous. But anybody listening to this at this point is. I know, feel like it's a bad that... thing if we get famous. I don't feel like this should go any further than us, but it does. <laughs> yeah, but then we're not doing it for famous. We're doing it because like it's the, fun. These are conversations that we were having anyway. Anyway, yeah. Like and the we mentioned about the way things go when we have these chats and people said that they wanted to hear it and they wish they could so it's just mm-hmm. been one of them things that's you know and i mean this is kind of dark jokes that me and my friend have but like i mean it could be worse you could be like disemboweled like one of jeffrey Dahmer's victims i mean that's so much to smile about right no <laughs> <laughs> like oh i'm depressed but at least I've I not mean, been disemboweled. It's not really. I feel really I shit today, but at least my guts are still intact. <laughs> like I mean, Kate. Yeah, that is yeah. better. That's the kind you know, of jokes we have. It's just a bit of a stretch. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's the kind of level of humour that me and my friend have, and it works for us. If it works for you, do it. Anything. Just find what makes you happy and fucking go for it. <laughs> and if you enjoy our stories, keep listening because. There's more unprofessional shit murder stories coming your way. And also, it was all bollocks. We really want to be famous because it'd be so much better than having to do any actual work for a living. So, can you share this with everybody that you've ever wanted to speak to about murder? Anybody you think might be remotely interested? Because if we get loads of subscribers... We don't have to work anymore. We? You don't work anyway. Fuck you. I am back at work next week. I will have my face visor on. I'm going to be fixing those shitty box dyes that you lot have probably been doing on your hair. Don't touch box dyes. So if you want a haircut from a soon-to-be-famous podcast... (laughs) Then uh, hit me up. (laughs) I don't want to get a full belly laugh out of you that's like my main aim out of anything in life i told my parents today that your aim in life no hang on my aim in life is to fucking give you a heart attack because i want power tools and to do diy around the house and that scares you your aim in life is to make me tut like gail platt yeah yeah no i do love that there's nothing better than when i've made some sort of joke and you I mean, I've got to think about what I'm going to do for next week now. I mean, you touched on Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. I kind of know a little bit about him because of that Do you not know much about him? Mm. Mm. I've been given a lot of recommendations, so who knows? I feel like maybe we we can squeeze in a few big ones. I mean, you don't know much about them. I'm sorry. I know it's overdone. I know everyone knows about Jeffrey Dahmer. Everyone knows about Ted Bundy. Everyone knows about BTK. Do you know about BTK? Uh, I no, I don't. Oh shit! When I've you got said a story BTK before, I thought you were on about um, 
<laughs> what? The, un <laughs> the only thing I knew about anything like abbreviations like that is there's a rap group called <laughs> RTJ, Run the Absolutely Jewels. Absolutely not. This is Bind, Torture, Kill. Mm. Oh, I've got some... Okay, so I've got a lot to do. Give me your recommendations because I'll stick them on my list. Anything. I write it down in my book. I'll keep it. Evie's trying to get involved in the podcast now because she, she wants to be famous as she well. Does want to She's be the most famous. ambitious out of all of us, to be honest. I mean, she's an attention whore. She has more motivation than I do most days of the week. Yeah, but I mean, she has very much less to do as well. Like you've got to look after two mm. kids and an adult baby in the form of me. Yeah. You know, Evie just like humps a dinosaur. Humps a dinosaur and sleeps. And but I mean, she's vigorous with the dinosaur. <laughs> like she's I mean, got. She that gives much it a good go. Yeah. She's a definite top. <laughs> what? I don't, I don't know if we need to be given a human term so I think we could just call it humping a dinosaur and leave it at that uh, alright okay well we'll see you next week and let us know what you think give me all your shit I want to hear it any weird stories documentaries recommendations throw them away we'll see you next week yeah we'll leave that on the high note of the dog humping a toy dinosaur bye